Welcome to Laugh It Up Fuzzball. I am Joe the Wookie Riot. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about life, the universe, and everything, but mostly geek stuff. A place where we get to let our geek flag fly and talk about all things geek. As I've said before, this isn't an amalgamation of geek news or a comprehensive guide to all genres or the world of geekdom. Hopefully it's just a fun place to cover some geek news, comics, The Simpsons, Star Wars, or whatever randomness finds its way on the recording. But let us get started. Well, hey, hey, friends. Welcome to level 368 of the podcast. The podcast. And uh, laugh at a fuzzball. That's right. A guest episode. Burr, 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 burr. And I'm joined, if you haven't already figured it out by that, by uh, co-host, bestie, great human, Benjamin Bluefer Blue the Fourth. And uh, yeah, Blue Blue is joining me on an atypical uh, recording night to to save me from myself. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, once again, I found myself staring at uh, my docs and uh, and an empty microphone on on at least one night and being like, I've got nothing. <laughs> like, I, there's there's not enough non-strike news. And uh, there's there's not enough motivation by myself to to talk about something. So uh, let me throw Hail Mary and see if Blue will join me. If he said no, it would have somehow, somehow, uh, life would find a way. Uh, and no, I wouldn't create dinosaurs genetically, but uh, there would have been something. Just because uh, I take great, I don't know if it's pride or joy or just uh, a duty. I said duty <laughs> in uh, getting an episode out every week. There was a there was a piece of me last night that was actually like, what episode from the first sixty six that hasn't come up? Can I post as a way back? <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was just one of those struggles, and I was like, well shit, if I'm gonna ask Blue to to come in on a hail mary, like what what can I what can we talk about? Not strike related that uh that uh you know he could easily talk about without any any advance notice minus you know six hours before recording, and I was like art. Artworks, yeah, because we've got this friend named Art, and he's really cool. He's so cool. Uh, some people call him Arturo, but th- they shouldn't because that's not actually his name, uh, and it's it's not Arthur either. Uh, it's not Artemis, although that'd be a really cool first name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I was like, hey, Blue, because honestly, like Benjamin Blue for Blue the Fourth, uh, tapioca yourself. I I felt a little bit of hope early in this week that the strike might be coming to a conclusion yeah i did too i i actually dared to hope like uh you know uh people stole secret plans and round down hallways and there were laser swords and heavy breathing and and it was desperate and uh and it made it to a, a funny looking ship sort of looks like a hammerhead but sort of not and uh Although it's not a hammerhead Corvette, I get it, I get it, I get the tentative, I get it. Shut up. So, but it, it got to the hands of the royal, the 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 waxy face CGI royal, and I heard the word hope, and I was like, oh, this might be over. We might be like literally like a couple episodes away from just back to normal, where the the newsapalooza that's been saving in my docs could finally be talked about. And then just back to usual. You know what I mean? There's a, an entire Geeks Watch that could happen and all that. And I was like, yeah, surely, surely, like, the the AM, PP, TP, poo-poo, PP 
would like come to terms with like the actors because you know you got writers working they've they've ratified the contract like they're 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 bringing you words and you need people to say the words you can't have robots you can't have ai you need the peoples and um and they don't give two shits apparently nope they're like i'll tell you what for five bucks little man you could come back into my house and and perform your little silly make-believe and uh when the actors were like no 10 bucks they were like get out of my office (laughs) did you see Uh, um the president um of that fran dresser when she was talking about it no tell me about it oh she's so like how you say um calm and it doesn't seem like one of those situations that you should you should stay calm in Uh it was definitely like one of those situations that i probably would have been very upset about but um i've got anger issues so she she was talking about it like yeah, so we walked in there and um you know, we put our best foot forward and we you know, it, it we haven't changed much. We we went back a little bit, cut back a little bit on our end just to see if they would um you know, come forward and they gave us an even worse deal than they offered the first time. Um we obviously declined that and then they walked out and I don't know um, who taught them the definition of negotiation, but they were lied to. And I don't know what to do at this point other than keep on keep on keeping on. So I was like, oh, my yeah. gosh, that's crazy. I mean, as, as I understand about SAG-AFTRA asked for 2% of, like, profits, mm-hmm. like, from streamers. Like, we want 2%. And uh, they were like, no, we cannot give you two cents on the dollar. That is untenable. But like, what, so you, like, what is it like only a penny of a dollar is what you're willing? Or are we talking like, you know, are we like, I'll give you one yen on the dollar. Yeah. (laughs) Or or one uh, Filipino peso to the dollar. Like, uh, it's, I, I, I just don't get it. Yeah. And uh, it's shame, shame on me, I guess, for hoping and good on good on SAG-AFTRA for I think everybody thought like, OK, it's over. You know what I mean? Like they'll offer you a good deal. You'll take said good deal. And then that's it. And they were like, no, we're we're not. We're not. This is, uh, you know, the writers were on strike for 47 days before we started. We got another 47 days in us, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's just wild. But with that, like, yeah, I think the, the funniest thing on that was uh how the producers guild is like hey amptp the last letter you have is producers but there's no producers like in your organization so can you change your name because you're the bad guys yeah (laughs) and uh, i don't know if anything will come of that probably not but i was just like wow like people are like oh no yeah like, and then next, you know, you got, you got grandpa Joe Biden, like, uh, AMPTP, can you take America out of your name? Cause, uh, you suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although I think A is like associated alliance, it's, something like that. Who even knows at this point? The game wants me to have. But, uh, and that's, that's not a slide against, uh, the president of the United States. I just thought it was funny. So, uh, <sighs> yeah. Wow. It's, uh. 
we dared to hope but uh you know it, without having the the art of uh motion pictures and television because uh, i mean there's there's some content that's going to continue to come out because it was filmed beforehand i don't think the coffers are empty for any of these organizations uh but they're getting leaner you know what i mean it's sort of like sort of yeah. like when you go hiking and you like take that bag of jerky and like when you're halfway through the hike and you look at your bag of jerky and you're like, it's only half full. You're like, that's fine. Like everything's fine. As long as you mm-hmm. realize like you get, you gotta, you gotta stretch that half bag of jerky. Like you gotta pull that jerky, pull your jerky, just pull it <laughs> until, uh, <laughs> until, before, until you start eating yourself, I suppose. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Thoughts, Mr. Blue. Well, I mean, you know, it, it, what are we going to do? Right. The, you have all these companies um, trying to take advantage of, of hardworking, the good hardworking folks of America and uh, other countries. Um, and we, I, I really had the hopes, just like you, that, um, yo, they they were talking about the meeting and we're going to go in there. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, they're going to understand from what happened with the writers that this is going to turn around, that this is going to be one of those things where hey you know just get with the program and figure it out and uh that was very much not what happened they did the opposite of that doubled down on the dum-dum and they went oh ho-hum we don't need to do no nothing and it's like what what do you mean why it's just so interesting to me because like they were they were intent on breaking the backs and bank accounts of the writers like before mm-hmm. the actors jumped in like it didn't get serious for them until then but with that being said the serious conditions still exist for them you know what i mean like mm-hmm. sure they were able, and I, I maybe maybe they were naive maybe the only reason the writers actually got like a pretty decent deal is they thought that was like the necessary like penance to like get the sag after deal done Mm-hmm. Like they gambled, right? They're like, okay, we're gonna pay more than we're willing to pay with the writers, because then it's gonna work out in the long run. We're gonna get the actors back, and everything's gonna be fine. And now, like they're sitting there, like, fuck, we paid them how much? Oh, these these actors want so much, and yes, pay the money, yeah. pay the man. Like like I said when uh, there was uh, when Daenerys Zaslav was like, we're gonna lose five hundred million dollars. King Slanding is burning. And it's like, well, yeah, you burnt that shit with your dragon, dude. Like, yeah. you just sprayed all across it because you didn't care. Like, you were like, money? I don't care about money. Burn the money. And then, like, yeah, if if only you'd been willing to, like, reshingle some of them houses instead of burning it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And we'll we'll see. We'll see if the town can be rebuilt. Like, I, I think the repercussions of everything that's going on is going to be uh, – a long-term thing and apologies if you hear squeaking apparently gus has decided not to be asleep because podcast time is squeaky toy time i didn't go in and take him out because he was asleep when we started nice. so uh <laughs> yeah and and well you could maybe be really excited because if he really gets to squeak in he he's howls like a hound dog when he's done so you know oh, wow. we'll we'll see if that happens <laughs> that's that's pretty cute <laughs> <laughs> so uh, people are gonna be mad. They're like it was a good episode, but that, this, the promised howling did it happen. <laughs> yep. If it doesn't, then I'll just do an imitation at the end. Blue will have to remind me. Yeah. But yeah. So uh, 
yeah, it, it uh, you know, it it did it happen, and uh, it continues. And with that, uh, before we get into to talking some art, and and Jason excitedly plays his game, uh, that's 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 Blue's brother in the background enjoying the hell out of some video games. So we got yeah. Gus and we got Jason as uh, <laughs> as our ghost ghost guests on the episode. But um, yeah, we're gonna continue. Uh, Laugh it up, strike cast will continue. We will, we'll Dang keep. It. Dang it, Jason. <laughs> Sorry. We will, we will keep. Uh, it's it's okay, man. It's fine. Uh, we'll keep doing the 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 strikery, supporting the strikery, supporting our friends that are in SAG after us, supporting uh our hopes of maybe someday joining them. So, uh, I mean, hell, like, not talking about struck work, but there is a character in a recent, like, epic space opera thing, and if I had, like, a nickel for every time somebody close to me or some random off-worlder told me I should be this character, I'd have a whole shit ton of nickels. Yep. So, uh, that started off, like, as as a little joke, but, like, I literally, like, I, I need to take my shoes off now to start counting people. And even then, like, I probably need to take your shoes off to start counting some people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty interesting. Like, I'm like, wow. It's tough. I'm beginning to, like, tape up that picture, like, on my mirror so I can be like, I do look like you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Uh, so, that's our, that's our general strike talk. And just, let's get into it. Art. Art. Yeah beautiful drawn art and if i'm being 100 honest blue uh you actually posting art is sort of part of the inspiration of this brother brother you're back you're back at it oh yeah back at it with a vengeance you see how many i posted yeah man. a lot more than freaking i needed to but i'm doing it yeah are you are you past the 31 drawings by now uh, hold on. One, two, three, four, five, <laughs> oh, six, seven. Counted. That's good podcasting. <laughs> okay. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 22, 24, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Almost. Tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll be past. So you got two more and then you've hit 31? Yeah. I guess the other question is, are you going to keep going for the entirety of Arttober? Or are you just yeah. going to keep going? Yeah, I'm gonna go at least for the entirety of October. See if see if that just gets me going for the rest of the time. Just to see. nice. And then then the other true question is: Are you gonna draw me like one of your French girls? Maybe. I mean, it's a possibility. You never know. Like things going on in the world, I might not be able to do struck work, but I could do I could do a Wookie. Yeah. Well, I'm not even talking about a Wookie. I'm talking about me. Yeah, me. you're the Wookie. The human being. <laughs> yeah, draw me like one of your French girls. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you never know what could happen. Yeah, I, I really want Roman to draw me as a chibi. Nice. Like, pretty desperately. <laughs> yeah, Roman chibis are great. Oh, them. they are. Yeah, they are. And, like, that's all to say. Like, uh, I mean, it's not, I promise you, it wouldn't be an interview. But uh, you've always been an artist, yeah? Uh, Yeah, actually. Like that's what I uh, graduated college for and everything. Yeah. Well, but you you had to have been doing doodles before that. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, you don't just like ah, I'm gonna go be an artist when when you're entering college because you know, especially during our time, like the starving artist was a really big like one of those like thoughts that everybody had. Like, oh, if you become an artist, like you're just gonna be struggling all the time, and that's not true. 
I know a lot of uh, really, really talented folk um, who don't struggle. I know some who do, but like they're usually the ones who like give up, like me <laughs> or something. I didn't really give up. Okay, that that's not fair to, to myself. I, I didn't really give up. I, I just had a rough time because of health problems, and you know when you get health problems. Um, uh, it gets yeah, in the way yeah, a little bit, really and then you pick it back up, and that's it. Depending on how how much you want to, it's just like anything else, I guess. At that point, it's like however much work you're willing to put into it is how much you're gonna get back, right? So yeah, yeah. I mean, what what's your earliest memory of uh, picking up the pen or pencil and drawing? Um, probably. Whoa, let's see. It was definitely before first grade so mom and dad had introduced me to comic books um um let me see we she had introduced me to the comic books and then when i was doing stuff like like reading all the books and stuff like that oh god i was so young i was such a a tiny little boy (laughs) um when i was uh reading through that stuff you know my uncle came um, by, and when my uncle came by, um, he brought with him the long boxes. You know the long boxes that I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, there's some in my garage. Yeah, so he brought the long boxes, and the long boxes, what he would do is he would have us, the kids, draw on them. So he would do a long box, and he would draw, like, all over it, and then... um, he would have us draw on another long box and such like that. So going like back and forth between us all over the place. And so he had me do Uh, like an entire face of one long box. And I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to do. And I was just a, a, I was a wee little baby and uh, couldn't draw for squat. So I just did what came natural and just squiggled all over the freaking box and called it good. And he was like, yeah, there you go. I think he still has that box, actually, <laughs> that comic box, um, and art, or at least pictures of it, um, which is wild to me because it's so bad, and I don't know why he would. I hope it never sees the light of day. But um, yeah, he has that. And then from then on, I started creating my own characters, and because you know you want to make stuff up. Um, through elementary school, I was drawing a lot. I had a lot of um, like projects that ended up being picked up by like the teachers um, and like used as examples and stuff like that. I remember one where, oh, you know, you have to take a uh, famous, you know, story of some sort and then make it your own story and make it cool. And I know my mom still has this one, um, but. They were they were like, you have to make it in your own style and make it your own way. And I was like, oh, OK, I could do that. And uh, what I made, it was I took Rumple stilt skin and I made it Rumple wrap skin. And I included Kermit and Miss Piggy in the uh, <laughs> in the thing instead of any kind of normal people. And uh, she used that as a um, example for the rest of the kids to uh, kind of go off of. And then along those same lines, um, when it came to like the sixth grade, we had this thing called, uh, I don't know uh, if it was just a Southern California thing, uh, but in the, in the sixth grade, we had this thing called the dig. And the dig was 
a big archaeology. It was basically to teach us about archaeology and um, how archaeology works when you're trying to um, uncover the truth about, like, historical, you know, um, ancient civilizations and stuff and how we figure out what those civilizations were doing back in the day and why we have the knowledge we have now about them, right? So um, what they had us do was they had everybody, like, get their stuff together and go, oh, why don't you make a, uh, you're going to make us a, 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 a language, and then you're going to make us a peoples, and then we're going to take those language and peoples and we're gonna we're gonna make it all of it. We're gonna make like items, you know, paper, like clay freaking bowls and stuff. And we're gonna crack them, and then we're gonna put them in the ground. And the other teams are gonna have to dig them up from like the other classes. And uh, mine got chosen. Mine got chosen, and I made um, uh, like manta ray style people that were underwater. So uh, we wet down everything and put like layers of water. On all of our stuff, I designed an entire language, uh, created, God, that was the sixth grade. I made a whole fucking language. I made a whole language, an alphabet, um, the people, I made um, their laws, I made their society, like their whole society is, is what I ended up doing. And that really got me started in, yo, I just did this for school. I could do this for myself. And that's when I decided, like, I want to. I want to do that. I want to make stuff like this, like as as much as I can. I want to make like cool stories and and peoples and lives and shit and yeah. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I have this. I have this idea in my brain that like when we were kids, we were all like budding artists because mm-hmm. like it's so common. Like for like when I was a kid, I drew so much stuff. Like there's, you know, not just at school, but like. You know, I'd see something like, ooh, I want to see if I can recreate that. And maybe that's just me. Like, I, I have a bit of an artistic flair, I guess. Uh, but but my kids, like the nine-year-old and the four-year-old, they they draw stuff too. Um, they're they're really keen on it. And I, 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 guess, <laughs> I guess it's whether society tells us what we do is good beyond our parents if we continue to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like you're always telling me, like you know, learning learning art is just like practice and repetition and like memory, you know. Yeah, the truly like um, amazing artists are obviously the ones who put in the work for it, but they they also have like a natural talent for you know shapes and a, a certain way of thinking that really gets like um, to the heart of like what they're trying to draw, right? They have a really right. good sense of like, you know, making it really pop and making it believable. Um, for the rest of us, um, hard work. Uh, we can fake it till we make it. <laughs> Essentially. Well, yeah, because like so, like right now, if you like put a gun to my head and you were like, draw Goofy, I can draw Goofy, like, but he's gonna be this static, two D like image that I have like burned in my memory. You know, and you'll get him, but he's not going to do anything dynamic. He's not going to jump rope. He's not going to swing from a vine like the, the you know, Tarzan. He's not going to do anything dynamic. He's just going to just going to be a real quick doodle. And hopefully I don't get shot in the head because I'll have completed the task assigned <laughs> to me. Uh, yeah. But 
But I feel like, you know, if someone pointed a gun to your head and was like, draw Goofy, at first your brain's going to be like, well, what do I want him to do? What's he wearing? Where is he at? Like, what what's he feeling? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you, you would have, because you're an artist, like a true artist, you would have so much more uh, thought in it than... Uh, it yeah. would definitely be one of those moments of like, okay, but what's my motivation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, I mean, I guess if you if you turn if you if you spin the gun and let me point it at somebody else, uh, when they're like, you know, write write a story about a hobo under a bridge, like most people will be like, yeah, like you know, the, everybody's got the the rote like, oh, he lost his job, he got hooked on drugs, blah blah blah. Uh, and for me, I'm more like, oh, there's like this tragic story of like how he climbed to the top and like he had everything, but he like threw it all away and he's been spiraling. And every time he thinks he goes back, but like he built bridges. So like being underneath the bridge is like symbolic and like the, it's, uh, you know what I mean? Like already. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> and that, that's how I think about storytelling uh, versus like basic, so I guess it's it's a it's a tit for tat sort of thing, you know? Yeah, for sure. So that's, that's and I'm imagining Danny listening like green light this hobo picture, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, green light oh, hobo Joe, but uh, yeah, but yeah. So I don't I don't. Does that make any sense? No, that absolutely makes sense. I mean, there's there's a lot to it. Like when you're doing that kind of stuff, is like, um, it, well, when you're trying to make it believable, right? So like in a comic book, if we're like if we're we're gonna take a page from something like a Batman story, um, yeah, you're gonna have those moments where you have the big money shots. You know what I mean? Like, oh, Batman's like flying through the air and he's like throwing a kick out and he's shooting off his, you know, his um, grappling hook to something and he's gonna kick the bad guy in the face and the bad guy's like, oh, I'm gonna get kicked in the face and you know, there's that money shot, but then there's the rest of the book where Bruce Wayne is like standing in the kitchen and, you know, he's receiving, a, um, you know, a message from Alfred or something like that. Well, what's on his mind? Like, what is he thinking? Is he tired from last night? Like, what's the expression on his face in that moment? Like, he's going to be tired. He's going to be grizzled, probably hasn't shaved. Um, he's going to be hunched over a little bit waiting for that coffee he's gonna be you know uh probably annoyed um if if it's if it calls for like an annoyed bruce wayne then you're definitely gonna have to consider that and if it's like a concerned like oh like alfred doesn't call me he's usually here giving me the coffee like what the fuck is going on maybe you know he's like freaked out or something like that so um there's all those in between times that really make the book you know what i mean and right. uh i think i think it's really important to be able to um communicate the normal stuff rather than just like the epic like whoa that that's so cool you know wolverine slashing somebody or some shit <laughs> i'm like are we gonna get the obligatory tom king shot of those delicious cucumber sandwiches that alfred has left out God, I, I I love me some cucumber sandwiches. Yeah, <laughs> like one of one of my pure joys in life was like reading a comic, 
being like, oh, those look good. And my mother-in-law being like, oh, what looks good? And I was like, oh, you know, like, I was like, Batman's always getting, like, cucumber sandwiches from, like, his butler. And she was like, I know how to make those. I love cucumber sandwiches. And I was like, oh, sweet. And then, like, within a day, she made me cucumber sandwiches. And I'm like, I'm like, fucking Batman. Like, you're my Alfred. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I have to go stop a crime or something for this tasty treat that I got. So, uh, oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. I love, I love me some cucumber sandwiches, but that's besides the point. But like, oh, so you know, art is so much more than comics. So, you said you went to, you went to school for this ish. Like, what, what have you done that people might be surprised to know that you worked on? Oh, golly, um, of actual like, um, college films. Um, I'm pretty sure nobody knows that I, that I've actually like animated, animated, um, like for, I I mean, yes, they're college films, but like I, I have worked on, on, on actual animated like videos. Um, I worked on one, um, and my parts got cut, (laughs) but I did work on it. But, uh, 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 Mr. Eric O who is like. Gosh, I think he's been nominated and won a couple of um, uh, Academy Award stuff. Um, he is a fantastic animator. He's also like, I think the son or the grandson of the those folks that made the um, the Korean uh, robot, um, Hubo. I think that's the name of the robot. Okay. I think is so. Asimo or Asimo. It's one of those bots. Um, I forget what okay. thought, but Erico, he's uh, an incredible, incredible animator. And uh, I worked with him and my friend Roseanne. Um, and Roseanne did, uh, you definitely recognize her work because if you've seen any of the posters for How to Train Your Dragon um, 3, the third installment, um, you've seen, those were her posters, like, Almost all of those posters were her posters. And Uh um, I also worked with uh, one of my friends, Andrew. And Andrew, if you've seen anything from Mortal Kombat, like he's done so much stuff for Mortal Kombat, uh, Final Fantasy, UI, the the interfaces and stuff. He's done those. Like, by golly, Andrew has done so much. But for me, I've worked on little things for for things like that for people but yeah a couple of nda stuff that i I can't talk about i still think i'm under nda i'm pretty sure i'm still under nda so but um yeah i'm pretty sure i'm still under nda but uh other than that like um i think that's it well you did some ghost pages for comics right that's that's nda stuff yeah oh okay (laughs) i can't i can't say which pages or or which books they were but yes (laughs) yes so Pages, so yeah. is that so nobody discovers that the artist didn't do all the work or it's more like um uh one of those break breakthrough ways to get into the industry you do a couple ghost pages for somebody and sometimes it is like very much um when i used to talk to some of the the other guys who did the ghost pages like that um yeah for some people it was definitely like yo you don't talk about it because you know, you don't want to risk that person like, oh, they didn't do all their own work and blah, blah, blah. And it causes, you know, people on the Internet are fucking assholes. Um, 
gosh, and that I, I remember that causing a lot of trouble, especially back in the day. I don't think so much now that it would cause a lot of trouble, but I I also don't know where ghost pencilers stand at the moment. But um, like for a ghost pencil is is usually only used like yo I am sick and this book needs to get out tomorrow and I only have like one or two more pages to do. Can you just like finish this part off because I already did like you know the 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 setup and and stuff like that and then I could get this out like tomorrow or whatever and um, you'd be like yeah absolutely and that's the kind of thing I did like the the setup for the page was already done the um, uh, like the none of the heavy stuff was on there so I just filled in the rest of the heavy stuff that needed to be in. And by heavy stuff, I mean like, you know, like the finer details, uh, matching his tick marks so that, you know, people would know, oh, yeah, like that's his, you know, that's his style. That's his thing that he does, um, you know, trying to be on model, if, if that makes sense. Uh, that's a that's a really big art term right there. Uh, but staying on model and um, yeah, yeah, staying on model was uh, that was my biggest thing was trying to stay on model. And then, um, you know, you do the rest of the page. And then my friend, she was a girl and she was a friend. Uh, <laughs> uh, but my friend did the inks uh, for that book, which is why I even got considered for it in the first place. So, OK, nice. So I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to get you in trouble. I thought it was uh, more more you could talk about it, but it's OK. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. Like I said, I, I don't I mean, know we, where they stand with that right now um, or how the Ghost Pencils community is kind of looked at <laughs> at the moment. But, yeah. Gotcha. I mean, we 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 also know some pretty freaking cool artists. Like, is there other people that you worked with that you wanted to shout out or comic yeah. artists that you know you want to shout out? or Tons. I mean, um, there's uh, Mr. Leo Matsuda. Uh, who I met through one of my teachers, uh, Will Kim. Will Kim, like, holy shit, he is not only a fantastic teacher, uh, a couple years younger than me, um, but he was still, like, our, our animation teacher when I was in college. Because it took me so long to get through freaking college. Jesus, it was it was really long time. It was, like, 13 years to get through college because I was paying all of it for myself and freaking making sure that I was, you know, getting all the classes and garbage. G-bus. Anyways, uh, yeah, Will Kim is um, multi-nominated for different awards and stuff. He he has another animation that just came out, like, a couple days ago in Korea. And, um, golly, Will is something else. Like, look at all these. I'm looking at his page right now on on Instagram, and he's just just a, a, a billion accolades. Uh, he's done Coca-Cola commercials. He's done stuff for the animations for the UN. He's done, like, he's been around. <laughs> he's been around, and he's absolutely fantastic. So there's him, Will Kim, uh, Leo Matsuda, who I, I mentioned at first. Um, you, I think everybody would recognize Leo Matsuda from... Um, I believe it was Moana's short um, film at the get-go of her of her movie. Um, that was um, 
it was kind of like Inside Out. It was called Inner Workings. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you're familiar with that animation, Inner Workings. Do you remember that one? It was like the Japanese guy sitting in the office, and then his his heart wanted to do one thing, but his brain was trying to force him to do another. Uh, not up to, not directly. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. Um, but yeah, it was one of those. Uh, I think I I'm pretty sure it was on um, Moana. Um, the Moana movie. So 2016, um, Inner Workings. It was the Disney short, and uh, it won a bunch of wonderful awards. But that, the entire concept of Inner Workings, the um, art direction, um, the characters, designs. That that's all Leo. That was all Leo Matsuda. Um, and now he's going to be working on some other stuff um, that he told me about, and I'm not allowed to tell because <laughs> it's. It's like uh, uh, it hasn't been announced yet, so I'm not allowed to to uh, put that stuff out yet. But um, yeah, yeah, I talk to him a lot. Um, just keep in mind that he is out there, and you're going to be seeing big things from uh, Mr. Leo Matsuda. Um, of course, in the comic book industry, there's also um, uh, is his Instagram Leo Matsuda Seven? Uh, I think so. Actually, pretty okay. sure. Hold on, let me just make double sure. Yeah, it's Leo Matsuda 7. Uh, but yeah, you could check out all his stuff on there. Um, God, he's got such a wild way of drawing. And he's so uplifting. Like, what a wonderful human being. Um, very big fan of his. And then um, Will, Will Kims is like Will1005, uh, 1005. So you could catch him on there too. And like I said, when you when you look at his page, Joe, you'll see like, the, like the one of the very first things is like a ton of accolades of people like oh this is like the film festival like this is one of the best uh, official selection animation block party for 2023 like all these different freaking things for all his uh, watercolor animations and such uh, god he's so good um, but in the comic book world um, I worked with um, uh, Cheeks um, Sean Cheeks Galloway. Um, he is absolutely incredible artist, um, designer. He did the um, Spectacular Spider-Man. Uh, I believe you watched that with the boys, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Spectacular Spider-Man, that was his baby. That was like, like those designs were his designs. He was the art director on that one. So incredible. Um, absolutely wonderful gentleman. He pays it forward. He... Uh, the way we met was through a Deviant Art back when Deviant Art was good. Uh, Deviant Art <laughs> meetup in LA, and um, I was busy helping as many people as I could. Like, you know, people were asking me questions because I'm a little older, and um, I was in college at the time, and I, I already had like a nice little group around me, and I was teaching people. And then he sat like behind me and started drawing and other folks started grabbing gravitating to him and i was like oh okay it's like people are leaving whoo this is good and then my cousin comes over to me and he goes hey um cheeks something something and i was like oh that guy is incredible he's like an actual professional he's really good and he was like yeah he's right behind you i turned around and he was like smiling at me he was like hey and i was like ah <laughs> Yeah, and he uh, he invited us because, uh, you know, everybody was talking and he was like, I'm going, yeah, I'll be at the Comic-Con. And I was like, wow, we'll be there too. Like, 
Um, we'll stop by the booth and, and say hello. I mean, it was on our agenda anyway. We were going to go say hello. And he was like, yeah, stop by the booth. Like, let's draw together. And I was like, let's, what? <laughs> like, I'm not good enough for that. And he was like, nah, we'll make you good. It's cool. And uh, uh, that's where I met uh, Mr. Ryan Benjamin, um, who also taught me a lot about um, not sucking, um, which I really <laughs> appreciate from him. Uh, I enjoy uh, not being a complete suck, um, which makes me happy. Uh, now I'm only a mini suck, and I appreciate that. And um, yeah, he he's so busy all the time, Ryan Benjamin. My goodness, he he travels a lot. He's drawn all the time. He's he's done Batman comics. Um, Batman Beyond was like his baby for a little bit. Like goodness gracious, Ryan Benjamin. Um, Woof, that guy, one of the hardest working lads in the industry right now. Like, he's got an entire school going up right now. Um, the, the Comic Pro Boot Camp, um, where he teaches fundamentals. He teaches, like, um, you know, why you make certain shapes the way that you make them. And it's just, his work is awesome. If you haven't seen it, um, definitely check him out. Ryan Benjamin is an absolute joy to know. Um, his Instagram tag is Ryan. And then B-N-J-M-N, uh, Benjamin. So, um, yeah, check out his artwork. Golly, who else did we meet? Um, well, we met a couple guys. They've passed away now, but um, Mike Turner. Um, no, uh, Mike Turner was somebody I wanted to meet, but he passed before I got to meet him. I met his friend, uh, Micah Gunnell, uh, was, who was at the booth at the time because Michael Turner was gone, and we didn't know why, and it turned out he was dealing with you know, his illness and stuff like that. But uh, Micah Gunnell was the one who was at the table and we got to meet Micah Gunnell who did um, uh, Soulfire for Aspen Comics, uh, I believe. And Soulfire was a really big thing for a while. I know uh, Turner did that one for a long time and then uh, Micah Gunnell took over for him uh, later on. And then, golly, who else did we go and work with? We didn't get to work directly with um, uh, Wiles Portasio because Ryan was trying to get me to meet him, but then Wiles had like a bunch of stuff to do, and then he like turned around and said something to Ryan, and Ryan was like, "Oh, we gotta go, sorry." And then they like left. But Wiles Portasio is like uh, one of the original um, uh, Image Comics like um, artists. Uh, Ryan Benjamin actually is too. They were both working with Jim Lee when they did the image comics, like, you know, Wildstorm, um, the uh, Cats comic books and stuff like that. You know, Wildcats, you know? Um, right. Yeah, so Wiles Portasio did a, a whole bunch of artwork on that, too. I was about, I was like, right there, but, you know, whatever. It's cool. People got stuff to do. And um, who else did I work with? Uh, Joe Vereen. Um, Joe Vereen's is a Canadian artist. With uh, one of his best buds, um, Dax Gordon. And uh, Dax, I got to work with. We did, uh, they used to have this thing called Joe GTV, uh, where they would, ooh, pardon me, uh, work together um, teaching and stuff like that. And uh, you could turn in like little, you know, like your artwork for like contests and stuff. And I won uh, one of the contests and they've kept in, they just kept in touch with me ever since. Uh, I, I went to one of the Comic-Cons where Dax was uh, showed up because he was doing this 
really cool um what's it called like a, it was like a web comic of um like really old um like 80s um video games and um one of the video games was called bravo man and they had him do the artwork for bravo man which was fantastic um i absolutely love that comic um but uh dax on instagram i believe is dg um d underscore g e e dg and uh he has a, a comic out right now called um forest folk which is hilarious and i strongly suggest good for the kids too um it's really really funny uh but his forest folk I, i've got a book here too if you want to take it out joe um really cute really funny stuff but i worked with him for uh ever since i i won that contest with him and he taught me um how to do a little more cartoony stuff um he's a really big fan of oh gosh what's his name um the guy who did uh why is his name escaping me uh he did the um i hate fairyland yeah yeah yeah. uh freaking uh oh bugger why scotty young yeah yeah scotty young uh, so yeah, so he has a um, uh, a kind of style that's um, very much reminiscent of Scotty Young, and um, like goodness gracious, he just makes me happy whenever <laughs> I see whenever I see his stuff. So um, uh, yeah, and then Joe Joe did golly Joe has worked on so many things. So you know the um, have you heard of the new Marvel Snap game? I guess it's not really yeah. new um but yeah he he's done so much of the snap artwork like on the cards and stuff like like so much and he's so busy right now doing that between that working on capcom images and freaking like his own books um with the raid studio right now that he's like posting up like videos of older artwork that he's been posting up and uh, Joe Vereens, uh is what he calls himself on, on Instagram. So it's J-O-V-E-R-I-N-E, Joe Vereen. And uh, you could check out his artwork. Like, my lordy, he is one of my favorite artists right now. Um, ever? Like, period? Yeah, like ever, period. He just makes me happy. I love looking at his artwork. You can see a bunch of the um, cards that he did for for the uh snap game too on his instagram spell his instagram again for me j-o-v-e-r-i-n-e yeah put that on the uh on the on the thing so that everybody can like go look at his artwork i hope he gets a huge flux and he goes whoa people love me and it, look, yes sir people love you you're amazing <laughs> yeah. yeah but um yeah there was him um i was supposed to meet ryan otley and the day i went up to like go and talk to him uh as what it usually happens at 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 the uh, san diego comic con uh one of the these big producers came by and started talking to him and then he was out of his seat and he was out he was like gone and i was like oh okay i'll come back later i guess (laughs) like whatever it's cool and um you know all these guys are like super super nice so they like you know they they walk away but they still um are like super nice about it like hey i'm super sorry like i gotta go and blah 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 and you're like oh yeah 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 like 
whatever, dude. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, you got to do what you got to do. Like, get out of here. <laughs> um, yeah. But, um, gosh, who else did I work with? I think it was um, uh, Angel Medina. Um, if you don't know Angel Medina, Angel Medina did, like, a lot of the old Venom comic books. Um, my gosh, his artwork is, like, classic like comic books when you think of um like spider-man covers he did that one where spider-man is like gripping the um the glass and like crawling like wall crawling up the so you're like looking down at him at the city um my gosh he did that one (laughs) that cover is like freaking iconic angel medina did that and Angel Medina is, like, one of the nicest guys I have ever met at a Comic-Con, ever. To the point where we got to talking so much, he had me, like, sit with him at the booth, and we drew for a little bit together, and he gave me some pointers. And then he said, hey, are you going to be here next year? And I was like, yeah. And he said, cool, come back to me before you talk to anybody else. I want to draw with you. And I was like, okay. And he said, that gives you one year to impress me. And I was like... Okay, so like I did it and he was um, glad to say he was like, yes, that's the kind of improvement I want to see and blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, we sat there and he even trusted me enough. He was like, yo, I'm trusting you. Watch my table while I go handle this thing. Like you're here. If anybody wants to buy anything, tell them no, not until I'm back. And I'm like, "Okay, cool. So I was sitting there uh, at his table just drawing. Um, He was gone for like maybe 10 minutes came back and he was like all right man let's continue this up and i was like yeah and we drew for another like hour and uh he was like do you have any panels you got to go to and i was like yeah i wanted to go to the one um with uh who was that guy that i was gonna go see he's really famous um in the art world right now and he's doing a show he was also on tv for a little bit um the hell is his name god it's it's you know why i'm i'm forgetting everybody's names because i'm looking at everybody's like names right now and um my golly i don't know why i can't fucking think of his his fucking name right now but uh well while you while you think of some more people there's uh there's some of our little little gang of peeps i could like shout out real quick yeah please go for it so uh like one thing that always strikes me as amazing is there are some really really freaking talented artists that work work for the the one of the struck companies that i work for and if you've listened to the podcast you know who i work for you know where i work you know how i make my money not with the podcast (laughs) but uh you know blue being one of the amazing artists i count myself as fortunate to have met uh who 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 can make some commissions off art when he actually gets off his duff and does it Mm -hmm. um uh, in addition, your brother, a talented artist, even yep. made a, a little bit of money quite recently with his art, which is nice. Yep. Uh, but like, so there, there's a couple people that I think uh, are pretty rad, at least like locally, like freaking Becca, like graphic design yep. and uh, social media for the Frida Cinema. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she's uh, she's pretty freaking cool. And if you're like super into like arty cinema stuff uh like she she legit like makes all the posters 
for for the Frida Cinema uh, Becca Design, but it's B E E K A H Design uh, on Instagram. But man, oh, the posters are just so freaking like you know. I had no idea when we were working together that she was that talented. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So I was like, yeah, like she's super dope. Freaking not art per se. Well, they they do art as well, but freaking Ash, our favorite oh, yeah. makeup, makeup artist. Uh, it's makeup underscore Ash if you want to see her work. But yeah, Ash, did, oh man, like gr- great artist. Period. But then like makes it 3D and like puts it on people's faces and has has done some really rad stuff. I think currently like the, if you look up their like bio like. Uh, not only are they doing like some teaching for like art, but like working for Paramount. Uh, Horror Nights is going on right now, so they're probably doing makeup for Horror Nights. They previously did not Scary Farm, uh, and then has has worked also for a some, great painter. Wor- yeah, worked for some uh, some big people. Really, really freaking talented. That's makeup underscore Ash. Uh, for for the the people that skip stuff, uh, Brett, which is uh, Brett dot Q V L O. Um, yeah, Brett has a has a does a, a style all his own, and I wish uh, I wish he could do something with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like like actually like he did a he did a rotoscoping of uh, I think it was the office that was really really freaking cool in his style. So uh, you know one one can only hope. Really really talented artist. Uh, of course Roman, uh, mm-hmm. num- number one fan or. Big fan of the podcast, uh, R-O-M underscore C-A-M underscore art, and uh, primarily makes his money doing uh, commissions for, like, prop work and also uh, hitting up some of the cons and setting up a table, you know, <laughs> gunslinger style on Artist Alley, getting his, getting his art up there. Definitely not making money by making designs for the podcast, but he has because <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's super, super freaking talented. Uh, so his his Instagram is a great follow. Uh, shout out to Lucas McGuire, who we used to work with at a mountain of thunder. Lucas uh, is so good. Yeah. His, his, uh, his, I told him once we were talking, I was like, have you ever done a Wookiee in your style? And he's like, no, but maybe I've been thinking about doing some of that stuff. But, uh, his Instagram is scruffy draws all, all together, you know, the two words put together, but he does these really cool anthropomorphic, uh, animals that all are on a spaceship he's been doing it for like ever and uh they're they're often quite hilarious uh but i told him one time that he had the he had that scotty phil you know what i mean and he was like oh my god that's such a compliment thanks so much yeah i and, introduced uh, him to a dg uh dax gordon i introduced him to him and they got they were like oh dax was like yo this is good like really good and he was like really you think so that's great <laughs> Yeah, so Lucas Scruffy Draws is great. And then I think of all the artists we know, and I don't know if it's fair to say that he's famous, but to me, he's a freaking rock star, Hayden Evans. Yes, I was hoping you'd bring him up. And uh, his his IG is Hayden Evans Art all together. Uh, Hayden is H-A-Y-D-E-N Evans, the traditional E-V-A-N-S, and then art. But uh, not only does he do like design work for uh, a certain house where Mouse lives, but he was commissioned to do like birthday artwork for Bob Gurr, if that name means anything for you, and illustrator on a freaking children's book for like one of the probably the most one well known like drag queens like mm-hmm. out there. So uh, they uh, I still need to buy that book for the boys. I, uh, I I keep it's like on my my shopping cart on my uh, 
Yeah, but he did uh, he did the you kind of you with Nina West mm-hmm. and uh, all the illustrations. And it's just so beautiful. And his art's so colorful and positive and lovely. Yeah. And uh, and like his his style also when he does all the stuff for the the images from the, the House of Mouse, it's just really, really freaking cool. He's got a he's got a, his own style. And uh, I, I dig it very much. Very, very immensely talented human being. So, yeah. yeah. Super wonderful yeah. to work with too. Oh yeah, yeah. And every every time I see him, he's all like gobsmacked to see me, and I'm like, "You kidding me? I am nobody." <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah. It's also nice that he's so incredibly humble. So yeah, and I think uh, I think all the all the people I know that do the the art, they're not like all full of themselves, and that's one of the one of the reasons I think it's nice to like highlight artists and talk about art because uh, a they don't give themselves enough credit. And B, I don't know that they get enough credit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird world we live in. Yeah, like, I know a lot of our our pop culture geek art is, like, you know, considered, like, perishable, like, throwaway art. It's not, like, you know, the the masterpieces. But, I mean, if you want to make an argument, like, a lot of the Andy Warhol pop art is very, very much in the same vein as stuff that you see nowadays, you know? And uh, I was just thinking, uh, I was uh, going going through like the the news that we can't talk about, but of course uh, the RIPs 100% we can talk about. And like Danny posted up recently, like we lost a freaking rad artist. Mm-hmm. And uh, like if you like Lobo, if you like Jaime Jaime Reyes, if you like um, what is it? Oh, I forget who the who the one uh, weirdo character that he did that was a villain turned a hero. Um, but also, uh, you know, re re bringing like booster booster gold and uh, and Ted Cord to the world. Uh, what else he worked on? One other oh, Rocket Raccoon, like co-creator yeah. of Rocket Raccoon. But Keith Giffen, you know, and uh, when they're gone, you're like, oh my god, they worked on all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, and but like literally like thinking about it because like while he didn't create the blah ha ha. He's very, very well known for the blah ha ha, you know, for their for being that laughter in the comic book where somebody and usually it's like Booster getting made fold of, fun of, but <laughs> like blah ha 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 ha. <laughs> so yeah, like uh, just just wild to me, you know. There's there's so many talented people and like you know my I'm a, I have a little bit of rock star status that. Shawnee can be like, draw this. Well, as long as I have a good like image to look at, I can I can do a pretty good approximation. Yeah. You know? And often when my wife's like, hey, that's pretty good. But once again, it's not going to do anything dynamic unless yeah. the, the image that I'm copying happens to be dynamic itself. <laughs> <laughs> so and, I, and I'm not tracing it, but uh, I might as well be. That's just my, my brain works well that way from one to the other. Ain't nothing wrong with tracing as long as you are not selling it as your own. True, true. If you're like practicing and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, and none of my arts <laughs> going anywhere in the world to make money. Yep. <laughs> so uh, I'm more of an idea guy. I can I can tell you in my head exactly what I see, but uh, the actual uh, doing it myself uh, is is a little bit more difficult. Wow. Yeah, all you have to do is go to my Instagram. Every once in a while, they'll pop up like me throwing up an image of something I drew. Yeah. It's it's not as a uh, not as frequent as any of my amazing like artist friends, but yeah, I've been known to doodle here and there. <laughs> 
So what is what is it what is it about art? Do you want to talk about the masters? Or I know we don't want this to be a forever conversation, but like, what what is it about art, Blue? Um, for me, it's creation. Like, um, I am very much one of these people that don't like to see like the same pattern all the time or the same thing like all the time. I'm I'm usually changing stuff up like. Um, I know a lot of these people, there are a lot of people in the geek space who are like, like nostalgia junkies, you know, it's like, oh, the originals are always going to be the best and blah, blah, blah. And I don't agree uh, because I am very tired of seeing like the old Superman costume, change it. Like, let me see something else. And when they did, I was like, good, thank you. That is not what I had in mind. But like this other one over here, this one is like, great. Like there are hits and misses and stuff. But I think creation and evolution of thoughts ideas um is really what art is all about capturing moments in time and then making them available to everybody so that you can make something different next time you know what i mean um i think art is a great way to kind of put yourself onto a page um essentially immortalize yourself in a piece of art they may not know who your name is, you know, what your name is or, or whatever, but at the very least, don't know exactly what you felt while you were painting that. Um, if you put that kind of, you know, effort into it and stuff like that. So, like, yeah, art is just a, a really big, it covers so many bases. Like, it covers so many bases for me. Just creation, um, change, evolution, like, emotional um, it lets me put everything out there and I, I love it. Uh, I don't think like even even though I hadn't posted anything in like, you know, a long time, like over a year or something like that. Um, it didn't mean I wasn't like doodling, um, having drawings every time we're <laughs> every time we're like doing um, uh, D&D and stuff. I'm always like doodling something. So it, it doesn't leave you. It's like one of those things that you just unless you're getting it out of your system like regularly with like at least at the very least small things it'll build up and then it'll explode so yeah okay like so do you have any advice for like budding artist blue i mean i've taught before so yeah there's um don't just draw for the sake of drawing um it's good to get practice in but if you're gonna practice um you know a lot of people like to say uh, practice makes perfect, but that's not entirely true. It's perfect practice makes perfect. So if you're going to practice something, practice with a goal in mind um, as to what you want to accomplish with like your your steps. And take it slow. Uh, take it slow, day by day. Um, learn your fundamentals. And a lot of people don't like, you know, oh, I have to draw circles. Yeah, you got you got to draw circles. Because drawing those circles is going to help you understand a lot. And it's like one of those things where I feel um, a lot of teachers say to draw from life and to like draw the circles and the squares and the fundamentals and stuff. But you don't get it until you get it. It's kind of like growing up, right? Like your parents try to tell you like, to do things oh you can't 
treat somebody like this or you can't have cookies all the time because you're going to feel like this. And, and you're like, yeah, but I really want the cookie now. And then like later on in life, you, you look and you're like, I do want this cookie. I'm an adult. I can eat this cookie and you eat it before everything else. And you're like, Oh, it really did like mess me up for the rest of everything else. Like, damn it. I shouldn't have had that cookie. (laughs) Like I shouldn't have done it. And, um, you know, you, you don't get it until you get it. So like, Definitely take your time. Um, perfect practice. So if you're going to practice drawing, practice with a goal in mind as to what you want to accomplish. Um, go online. There are plenty of like resources. Mark Burnett, um, freaking Istabrak, uh, plenty of resources and people who are teaching on there. Francis Manipal, uh, who is the artist that I was going to bring up um, a little earlier. Uh, Francis Manipal does a whole bunch of teaching stuff um, on YouTube, and he's amazing as well. Um, yeah, do your research. Do your research, and then just keep researching. The more you learn about literally everything from physics, math, architecture, uh, the better artist you will be. Um, as an artist, you have to be – you got to get smart. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nobody has ever been like, oh, this guy is smart. F that guy. It's just like, you know what I mean? It's just uh, just be willing to learn and open yourself up and your art will come along. Nice. Nice. Do you, uh, do you wish someone to give you that advice when you were starting? Or did somebody and it, it did you some good? I mean, a lot of people, it, it did me a lot of good. And yeah, they gave me that kind of advice. But like I said, it's one of those things where you don't get it until you get it. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. you know, they would give me advice like, oh, you know, when you're drawing a core shadow, draw it to the contour of this and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, but like, I get that, but why? And then as I started to understand and draw, and this is like a, a super fundamental, like basic thing, um, you know, like drawing stuff like that. But um, uh you know, I didn't get it until I started looking at with and without like an actual study of the shapes of what I was doing. And I was like, oh, I get it. And then one day it just clicks. And when it clicks, it's a really good feeling. Nice. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i always in awe of the fact that you can just like, hey, draw this. And like, you know, you've, you've got an approximation in no time whatsoever. Uh, like the other other day. Uh, Roman has put up a couple of his uh, his art pieces and he's actually put on like a, a delay thing where you can watch him drawing it. And me and Shawnee were sitting in the chair watching him draw something like in the little delay. And Sean was just like, whoa, like he was, <laughs> yeah. he was so like blown away and like made me find as many of them as I could so that he could just sit there and enjoy. And I was like, I appreciated that about the four year old. I was like, I like that he appreciates this. Yeah. Like that's 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 pretty freaking cool. Uh, his he's at the uh, the long box stage of his art where mm-hmm. he uh, where he scribbles, but yeah. uh, he started drawing faces, and I'll tell you what, they've got two eyes, a nose, and a mouth. So oh, there you go. <laughs> he's going somewhere. <laughs> he's doing every every uh, card every card that's given in the last year has had has had a shiny face on the back of it. So yeah, and. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that that comes from uh, watching Dad just do doodles or whatever, or just something that he likes. But I'll definitely be encouraging that if that's what he wants to do. Nice. Uh, hey, 
dad knows a whole bunch of artists, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like to me, like it, it's more than comic art. Uh, even like, you know, graphic design, like the people that put together t-shirts and uh, uh, the posters and the, the concept art and, and all That's that. It's just, <laughs> it's all just so freaking amazing even like i've seen like someone like your work stuff and you know what i mean like does does the product necessarily like excite me well no because like the the product has no practical application in my life but yeah. i can recognize that the product that you put out looks great you know what i mean yeah so I like I, I can even i can even appreciate like an ikea catalog and be like man somebody put that together you know what yeah, I mean? that, that exactly. wasn't just like what hot sponge. I used to I used to love when I was a kid when you would get the newspaper on Sunday and you would like grab like the whatever the the Target or the Kmart or the little ads that were in there so you could go to the toy section mm-hmm. and see like the layouts. <laughs> yep. And just uh, that was, that was somebody's job. Hell, there's somebody that even designs coupons so that they're visually appealing and make you want to buy that food. That is true. You know what I mean? There's uh there's there's all there's many, many avenues. I uh I was trying to think if we had uh not mentioned any artists and uh I, I just Trent, can't think of somebody. Trent Kaniuga. Trent okay. Kaniuga. Like definitely mention him. He's one of the best uh teachers on on YouTube right now. And he does uh, he has his own like studio um that does concept work for a bunch of different studios. And he's absolutely incredible. Put him on the list. Great teacher. Great teacher. I mean, one of our buddies, Jay Stevens, like does like video game art. Hell yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, like I I remember when he was just a skip and like shared like some Jungle Cruise game that he was trying to make, and I was like, oh, that's cool. But then like he got gigs for like EA, and he's moved off to like work somewhere else. Actually, uh, work with somebody that's still friends with him because like his fiance is like friends with them blah 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 yeah. but uh yeah freaking uh lots of lots of incredibly talented people and there's a couple people like that i work with currently that like do some art but they don't have anything up like where i can like plug it to show people so it's like okay like one of them i keep saying like dude you you doodle all the time why are you not taking pictures of these and putting them up and like it's one of those oh it's not good enough blah 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 and it's like dude, you just need to take a picture of it and put it up like it's really that easy <laughs> Like, yes, there might be a glare. It might not be the best representation, but if you're spending the time and yeah. doing it, like that's that's why if I spend the time and do one of my doodles, it ends up on my Instagram, even though I'm not. It's not an artist's Instagram, you know. So I don't know. It's, that's just me. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I think the long and short is we just think art's rad, and uh, I figured it was it was worth the the hour or so to talk about it. Yeah. And uh, if uh, if the AM TP for PP and poo poo isn't willing to uh to let uh performance artists do their thing, uh go go read some comics. You know what I mean? Like that's not actually like struck work. That's a separate medium. Hell yeah, it is. Uh, if you're like, oh, I can't support like Marvel or DC, <laughs> bro. So many other freaking uh, oh, comics. Yeah. Uh, Instagram is free. You can you can check out all sorts of stuff and find like some amazing artists like literally if you go like blue wolf d like look at the people that are liking those images that are artists themselves and then go to their pages and see what they're putting up you know what i mean like uh i i follow a a ton of artists 
on my Instagram. Sometimes because of blue, sometimes because other things. You know what I mean? So yeah, there. Uh, or if I if I just see an image and I'm like, oh, that's rad. I might totally like stalk like an artist page and just look through like a ton of the shit that they have up there. There's one uh, Apicolo Draws. It's A P I C O L L O Draws. And they do like some really rad like house and mouse mashups with other stuff. Heck yeah! So it's a it's a good follow. But yeah, I just said uh, thanks, Blue. I hope uh, yeah. hope you enjoyed the talk. I absolutely did. I hope you enjoyed the talk. I hope it was good. I certainly did. I certainly did. I it was I have good a, stuff. A tendency to talk too much, so I apologize oh, no. if that happened. Oh no, not not in any way, shape, or form. I uh, <laughs> I think I may have found myself. Uh, being my own version of a podcast listener just like sitting here like enjoying your tones and like listening <laughs> to what you had to say there's no no need for me to interject <laughs> okay well so, at least there was that yeah but all right friends that's a that's just a, a little little chat about art and french girls and uh we'll we'll see uh, we're really excited there's a there's an upcoming episode that's going to get recorded and perchance could the marshal return for something we <laughs> shall see I hope so. And, and then uh, because of that, me and Blue definitely have one more music episode in the tank that'll get recorded at a later point. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we'll we'll see if uh, the the people that shouldn't call themselves producers ever come to their senses. So I think uh, now that that's I think the year's a bust. So yeah. I I everything yeah. I saw said it had to had to finish like by the beginning of October, and uh, that that we're on the 15th of October. So that did not happen. So uh, I I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess because the writers are back to work, uh, everything can come back in quicker, but uh, you can't, can't really like spend the money to build the sets and everything. If you can't just start production. Exactly. Because if the actors themselves aren't coming back onto the, onto the set, what are you, what are you even building anything for? Right. Correct. I mean, there there is going to be content. There uh, there were waivers that were granted, and there's going to be some smaller movies that are going to exist. Uh, like one example is Kevin Smith got the cut to shoot the movie that he wrote. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna come out. Uh, so I, the the SAG actors basically got like a, a one day a one day waiver. <laughs> so I come and do the do the thing for him. So. That sort of stuff will still exist. Uh, you'll still get some of the the independent things. In fact, uh, our friend Autumn just did a movie or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like a spooky something or other. So I'm really interested in watching it, too. I'm excited. I don't watch scary movies, man. I know, so but just I'm going to watch it. You just have to tell me if it's good. I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love you, Autumn, but I, I just don't do spooky. Where, where's the, the Sassy Girl Friday movie that you belong in? <laughs> uh but all right blue i'll let you go finish with your plugs buddy oh uh you already know me on the instagram blue of d uh you can also catch me uh every once in a while on the uh wonderful um superhero inspired D D project that we call capes and caverns which is a uh, wonderful game that we play with my good friend mr cameron jackson um autumn uh Kuberski, who we were just talking about and uh, Stephen Thomas. Uh, Stephen Thomas's Twitch and YouTube channel, if you want to catch all the old episodes, we're actually on season two right now, uh, but if you want to catch season one and, and the backup episodes to get caught up, uh, you can watch them on silver underscore bullet 
on Twitch or on YouTube. Sweet. And what, what's the what's the IG so they can see all this art that you're doing? Oh, the Blue Wolf D, Blue Wolf D on uh, on IG. Yeah. And if you if you don't draw me like one of your French girls, at least please please draw Steencore as one of your French girls. Got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's uh, or, I don't know. <laughs> you got so much Motu love. Yeah, uh, there were a couple of them that were very yeah. silly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I like silly, so uh, yeah, I uh, I just am not talented enough to put up uh, 31 doodles in October that I think anybody want to see. So <laughs> uh, I can tell you, it's not Struckwork, bro. Shawnee made me watch an episode of the Super Mario Super Show. Dude, when we were talking about shows not holding up, holy hell. Oh, yeah. I told oh. you, you should watch that. You should try to watch that episode with Millie Vanilli on it. Oh, dude, I, I don't even know. We got like four episodes in, and I was very happy that he forgot about it. Uh, <laughs> but so like the, the banded reptile karate karate kids, like uh, we're still watching more and more of that. But well, I think I'm going to have to dedicate an entire episode to uh, all the things I've watched that have to do with that. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, so much content. And I've seen so much of it. Hot dog. Uh, but, yeah, I appreciate you. Uh, for me, laugh at a fuzzball podcast at gmail.com, at Wookie Riot on Twitter and Instagram and threads. Uh, or I guess Twitter is X. Fuck you, Elon Musk. Anyways, uh, laugh at a fuzzball's Facebook group. Plug, plug, plug. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we, we thank Spotify for podcasters for making this podcast free, uh, and, uh, no special URL yet. I just haven't, <laughs> I just need to do it, but uh, I haven't done it. So I, I think anchor.fm slash laugh dash it dash up dash fuzzball will still get you there. Um, or search up laugh at a fuzzball podcast. It's been going on long enough that I'm at the top of the search algorithm. Uh, it helps to have lots of content. <laughs> it, it really does. Uh, what else? Oh, and the, I guess the last thing, if you want to support the podcast, easiest way is uh, either click that support the podcast on the Spotify for podcasters or go to tpublic.com slash user slash laugh dash it dash up dash fuzzball. Get a sticker or a magnet or a shirt or a tote bag. Uh, that's that's the way you can do the thing. Uh, or just you can look up laugh it up fuzzball in the search bar, all four words and boom, design show up for you. Uh, there's some there's some cool stuff up there. Yeah, it's not a not a huge store, but there's 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 a good amount of designs. Uh, I haven't actually gone on recently to see if anything's been kicked off lately. So <laughs> who knows? Uh, but yeah, I think Swamp Litigator is still up there, and I think that one's lovely. And it's art by by Blue Truly. Yeah, I I need to get me another one of those shirts. Oh yeah, did yours wear out? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the one thing I don't like about the T Public shirts is that if you if you wear them a lot and wash them a lot. Uh yeah, they they do fade. Yeah, they do. But I guess uh all t-shirts fade, right? Yep. But you know what doesn't fade? My love for you, dear listener. Uh thanks for listening. Thanks for being classy. Thanks for stopping by. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes. And uh until the next level of the podcast, which is going to be the righteous uh well, I think it's going to be the righteous me, Bluey, Blue and Danny uh episode. Uh, depending on editing because i've got a crazy weekend coming up but we'll see until then we'll catch you on the flip side all right bye flip you like an omelet. do art do the art do make all the art. create create in the Make. universe create the omelet
Make the omelet. Draw the omelet. Flip the omelet. You know what's really funny? If you look on my Instagram, you can see I drew um, a a stick of butter as Storm. (laughs) How far back is that? Real far back. All right, bye, friends.